0: And now for the inside story. Trailing Red Ryan, Jekyll and Hyde Bandit from the pages of True Detective Mysteries magazine as told by former Deputy Warden Robert R. Tucker of Portsmouth Penitentiary. <laughs> Our story begins behind Portsmouth's grim wall of steel and stone. It is September. Sullivan. Sure, yeah, I'm all set, Red. I'd sooner die trying to make this break than rot in here for 12 years. How do you think I feel? Sir, on the 25-year rap. All right, Wyoming. I got this job out in the courtyard so we can make a break. Now, listen. Here's what we have to do. Look out, if comes to screw. You're the rap. Hi, Joe, old pal. Hi, Red. Doing that thing first at Warden Tucker's Shindig tonight? Can't have a prison party without you. right sure, you know me, Joe. I always help out the boys. I'm going to sing Mother McCree and California, Here I Come. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. California, here I come. Maybe in 25 years you'll make Californian red uh, with five off for good behavior. California, here I come. That's rich. (laughs) Funny, eh? I'll show him. Including Warden Tucker. He don't think I'm on the level. And I'm going to prove he's right. Sullivan. Yeah. Wyoming. Yes, Brad. Here's what we do. Wyoming, we're only about 50 feet from those stables. Now, when we break, you set fire to that straw. Get it? Sure. Here's the big Roman candle matches. Good. Doris smuggled them into me last visitors' day. Some girl, Doris. Yeah. When I get out, I'll get the dough to bring Doris back to California. Now, listen, Wyoming. With that smoke to cover us up and the fire giving them plenty to worry about, we break for the wall, right? Sure. Sullivan, when we get to the wall, I'll throw the ladder against it. You hook the rope we're hiding there onto the ladder and toss the rope over the wall, understand? Yes, Red. All right. But remember, if we get separated, flight Doris is mother where you are. Still will pass the news on to me. Right. I guess, sir. I'll keep working. I'll give the office any minute now.
1: As in all states along the American border. Red Ryan, merciless bank bandit, just escaped from Portsmouth Penitentiary. At large with him are Arthur Sullivan, desperate gunman, and two other criminals, Gordon Simpson and Thomas Ryan. One of who made the break with Ryan, was wounded and captured. These escaped convicts will worth money and guns immediately. As they hold up to their family, all banks are warned to put on extra guards and report any information to Warden Robert Tucker at Portsmouth. Remember, Ryan is red-headed.
0: Warden Tucker, I'm glad you were able to come to Ottawa on this case. And I'd go farther than from Portsmouth to Ottawa to capture Red Ryan, Inspector Duncan. Well, Warden, the entire criminal investigation department here is at your disposal. And I personally am going to devote all my time to the capture of Red Lime. Thank you, Inspector. I need all the help I can get from you and from the American police, too. You can depend on the American authorities. Sit down, Warden. Thanks. Tell me all about them. Inspector, he's the most dangerous and the most misleading criminal in Canada. Hmm? Misleading? Yes. Ryan has the most attractive personality you ever met. He can sing like an angel. He makes people like him. Worst of all... He makes them trust him. Then he betrays that trust. But he didn't fool me. Mm. How long was he in Portsmouth Penitentiary? He's been there three times. Always gets out for good behavior. Came to Portsmouth first on a three-year stretch for burglary and attempting to kill an officer. Was his sentence reduced? Yes, for good behavior. Oh, he's a model convict. Three months after he was out, he was back. The 12-year term for robbery. This was in uh, 1915. You don't mean to say he was let out again. That's just what I mean to say. For good behavior. The term was reduced and he went overseas. The Canadian Army. Some say he deserted and joined the Foreign Legion. Well, what happened then? Well, in 1921, he was sent to St. Vincent de Paul Prison. Then transferred to Portsmouth, where I came in contact with him. He was an ideal prisoner. Even hard-boiled guards swore by him. And trusted him. Has he friends outside? Powerful friends outside. The best people. They always hope for his reform. And he always fools them. But he didn't fool me much. His good conduct, however, did get him out in the yard from where it was possible to make the break. Hmm. Which he did. And I'll get Ryan if I have to chase him all over Canada. How about women friends? Has he many? Well, there's one girl he likes, Doris. She lives in Toronto. Uh, She visited Ryan and wrote him every week. We're having her house shadowed. Mm -hmm. Have you the file of all his prison letters and the record of all his visitors? Yes, Inspector. I brought them with me. Here they are. Hmm. Well, this fellow McMullen was captured. We don't have to worry about Simpson and Brian much. No, they're petty criminals. But uh, Ryan and Sullivan, now... Think they'll stick together? Unquestionably. They look enough alike to be brothers. Both are tall and slender. Ryan's hair is flaming red. You know, Sullivan's blonde. They've been friends since their school days. Mm. Looks bad. How are they with guns? Deadly. And when we find them, you may be sure they'll be posing as brothers. Pardon, me, Inspector. What is it, Sergeant? Inspector Mr. Leroy Oak, manager of the Bank of Nova Scotia Toronto, uh, just phoned. What's the matter with that? They a bank robbery. Two men held up. A redhead and blonde, Sergeant. What? Why, yes, Warden, but how you... How much cash was taken? Over $3,000. That's bad. All right, dozens. Flash Old Dominion and City Police to be on the lookout for Red Ryan and Arthur Sullivan. Yes, Inspector. It's Ryan and Sullivan all right, Inspector. Unquestionably. We'll have to redouble our efforts now. I'll get in touch with the American police right away. We'll need them. Ryan and Sullivan have money and guns now. That means they are more dangerous than ever.
2: Oh, yes, Red. Mama gave it to me. But you're driving without any lights. Oh, Red, you'll get killed someday. <laughs> Not in an automobile
0: accident, sweetheart. Why are you trembling so?
2: Red, you don't know what it means to me. How long can I hold you like this?
0: We've got five minutes. This red head of mine will draw cops like...
2: When will I see you
0: When I get set, I'll wire for you. Here's $300. I'll send you plenty more.
2: Oh, but Red, you said you were going straight. And you didn't. You robbed the Bank of Nova Scotia right here in Toronto this afternoon. I had to have money.
0: But I swear, on my mother's memory, this is the last job I'll ever pull. I'll go straight, get a job, buy a little home for you in California. We'll go away. Together.
2: Away. Together. From jails and policemen and bank robbers and fangs. Promise. Swear.
0: I swear. On my love for you, I'll never rob another bank. Does that satisfy you? Oh, yes,
2: Fred. Oh, you're wonderful. You can get any job. People like you. You don't have to steal. You can work. I know you mean to be good. But there are two men inside of you. One good, one hard. Yes.
0: And both crazy about you. I'll wire you when and where. Will you be ready?
2: I'll always be ready. And remember your promise.
0: A red-headed guy is like an elephant. He never forgets.
2: Oh, Fred.
1: There you are, Mr. Green. $4,506. Quite a payroll
0: you have these days. Yep, keeps me off but I'm satisfied if I can meet the payroll and overhead and have a few dollars left for me and the kids. Well, Mr. Green, you'd make the bank feel better if you had a bodyguard whenever you carry a payroll. We've had some bad hole-ups in Detroit lately. Oh, hey, uh, I forgot to tell
1: you. I've got a bodyguard. Young fellow's been uh, working for me for a week or so. A week? Who is he? Oh, don't worry. I know an honest face when I see one. His
0: name is Wheeler. Uh, there he is by the door. Oh, Wheeler. Yes, sir. Ready, Mr. Green? Uh, yes, I just wanted to tell her to get a good look at my new bodyguard.
2: How are you, Mr. Wheeler?
0: Call him Red. Oh. How are you, Red? Fine, thanks. Uh, well, so long. Come on, Red. Right with you, Mr. Green. <laughs> Hand over that payroll, will you? What's <laughs> on? him, quick. Help, he's robbing me. You heard him hand it over. Oh, but, Red, what are you... Hand go over that money. Let's go that money or else Help, you. please, help.
1: Let him have it, Solomon. Uh, help, please. get uh, oh. oh. Come on, Red. I got this. God, He won't need it anyway. He's going to be pushing up daisies. <laughs>
0: So you two gentlemen are settling here in Buffalo. Yes. My brother here and I are going into the automobile business. So the first place we come to is a bank. Yeah. We'd like to open an account. Good luck. Might be glad to have you gentlemen. Uh, what's the name, please? Miller. Edward and Charles Miller. Now, which is which? You look like twins, except that you have red hair and your brother blonde hair. Pick them up. What? Good. Oh, what? Oh, I'll kill or I'll blow your brains Eatin out. Keep covered. I'll attend to the others outside.
1: Okay. <laughs> Okay. On the wall there, along the wall. Come, no, on, now. No, no, no. No, no. Come on, I got the go. Yeah, okay. I'm coming. Stay down there, you. <laughs>
0: Ryan's in the money, all right, Warden. $4,500 in the payroll hold up in Detroit and... $6,000 in the bank in Buffalo. And this is the man who convinces everyone he's going straight. Any reports from your undercover men, Inspector? That's it, Warden. I had a special operator covering the mail that Doris gets. sure should be hearing from Ryan soon. He's in the money. $10,500, Mr. Smith. Message for you, Inspector. Thanks, Arden. Operator 3. Finally saw a certain letter. Here's a copy. Doris, sweetheart. We got a car. The fastest on the road. Can pass anybody. Going west. Riders, Minneapolis, general delivery. We're under the names of Ed and Charlie Miller, brothers. We should be there the week of December 18th. We'll pull a good job there and make for Los Angeles. I'll send for you to be married. Then no more holdups ever again. I promise to go straight. Minneapolis, December 18th. That gives us just four days to get there. And set the trap. General delivery, eh? Maybe we can hand them a surprise
2: Christmas, present.
0: Yes, see, Runfield. We'll have to rely entirely on you and your Minneapolis police. Sure, Warden Tucker, but won't you and Inspector Duncan be in on it? Yes, undercover, but not in the open. Fred Ryan knows both the inspector here and me. One glimpse of us in Minneapolis and it would be all off. That's right, Hunter. Well, we can't take a chance on giving him a tip. Uh, How many men can you spare to get Ryan and Sullivan? Inspector, I've called in my entire staff of detectives and patrolmen. And the best man I've got, Bill Meehan, he's absolutely fearless. Can he shoot? Why, he's a dead shot. I plan to have him in the post office near the general delivery window. Anybody asks for mail for Ed or Charlie Miller, me and will be right there. I yes, wish we could be right there, too. Chief, since Tucker and I can't appear outside, how about putting us inside the post office, too? We've chased this man thousands of miles, and we intend to get him dead or alive. All right. We'll all be inside. Fine. Good. Now, everything's arranged with the post office authorities. If either man comes to the window for mail for Miller Brothers, the clerk at the window will step on a buzzer like this. Ah. That'll tip us off. What about outside? Well, outside the post office, I'll have detectives and policemen. This may be a bloody business since it's Christmas time, and the post office will be crowded with women and children. And Ryan wouldn't hesitate to shoot his way out of them. He can't afford to give them a chance. Uh, here you are. Next. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, George, George, about uh, Butterfield. Uh, sorry, nothing for Butterfield.
1: Next. Mother, I want to go back to the joint. I'm going to get my uh, Now be quiet, Millicent. Uh, have you any mail for Mrs. Grace Larkin? Uh, here you are, Mrs. Larkin. Next. Oh, and let us see, Daddy. Let's come over here and read.
0: Well, men, anything yet? Oh, I've been hanging around this general delivery window so long I can't think. Six solid days, Keith. Uh, think Ryan will show up? Uh, I don't know. Letter still here waiting for Charlie Miller. Well, it's pretty near closing time. I'll be inside with a warden and... in. All right, Keith. Listen for the buzzer. Hello, Keith. Hello.
1: Hello, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Come uh, away, Millers.
0: Don't talk to strange men. Any mail for James Dixon? There you are. Next, any mail for Charlie or Ed Miller? What What name? Ed or Charlie Miller. We're brothers. Uh, I'll see. No, no,
1: no.
0: I was sure I saw a here for Charlie Miller. No. <laughs> I'd change my brand if my hand took like yours. Say, hey, what come is this? Come right from that window. Let there. all my arm. Look out!
1: There's a gun up between you. Get those hands up, Brian. Come on, shoot it out. All right, you ask for it. Oh, hey, oh, something, Bill. I've got a gun. Good work
0: man. Shooting into a bunch of women and children, I can't move my arm. I'm
1: paralyzed.
0: Oh. Oh, hello, Wooden. We meet again, eh? Yeah. You're lucky to be alive, Ryan. Where's Sullivan? I don't know. Take me to a hospital. Bring him outside of the wagon, Bill. All right, Keith. Come on, Ryan. All right, now stand back, everybody. Stand
1: Come on, back there. Look oh, out. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Sullivan. I can give it to him. Hey, Sullivan, help. No. Help, everybody. Come on, sir! It won't be long now. Well, we can't oh, fire with oh, all those people around him. Oh, yes, How, yes, do yes. How do yes, you yes. like it, classy? What's Ryan, Inspector? I want just one shot of that gunfighter over there. I've got Ryan Go ahead. Go on. Take good aim. Oh. You've got him, man. Oh. Sullivan. Sullivan. Hey,
2: hey, can't find
1: back now, Ryan. Come on. Come on, Ryan.
0: You sent for me, Warden. Yes, Ryan. We've got some news for you. (laughs) Want me to sing an extra solo in the choir? No. Your choir singing never fooled me much, Ryan. Oh, gee, you got me all wrong, Warden. I'm through. I may have to spend the rest of my days here, but I'm a changed man. I've watched you now for six years, Ryan. Ever since we brought you back from Minneapolis that Christmas. Ah, Poor Sullivan. Well, maybe he was lucky. I got life. Crime doesn't pay after all, I guess. My news is I'm leaving Portsmouth Prison. Oh, gee, Warden, I'm sorry to see you go. We'll meet again, Ryan, somewhere. I'm going to be warden at uh, Prince Albert Penitentiary. (laughs) Need a good tenor in your choir over there, Warden? When I leave here, Ryan, you may sing your way out of prison. But if I had my way, you'd never get a parole. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, I'm not much at speech making, but I can say from the bottom of my heart, thanks for this welcome home and this chance to make good.
1: I realize I'm on a parole, but thanks to you good people, I've got a job assistant manager at the hotel, and I'm going to make. For me, your spare time. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Nelson. Just out on parole two days, and I've got two jobs. Gentlemen, you'll never regret giving a new Red Ryan this tent.
2: God bless you. Oh, Red, I always knew you'd make it. Yes, a Brian.
0: <laughs> I thought it would be, Inspector. Oh, hello, Warden. Hello, Ryan. We meet again. Mr. Dungeon and I were just uh, talking about that hold-up and murder at the gas station this morning. Gentlemen, I came to see if I could help you. In what, Ryan? These hold and murders and bank robberies that have been going on. It's been a regular epidemic of them lately. Six in four weeks. There's cases, too. Sure. Looks like a well-organized gang working. I ought to know. I had a mob like that myself once. Have you heard anything, Ryan? No, Inspector. The bad boys know I've been going straight for over a year. Making $500 a month now on my two jobs. No need to hold up banks on that salary. (laughs) Right. These bank jobs look bad. I came in to see if I can help. And I'm glad you're here, Warden, to hear my idea. So am I. What is it? If I say the word, I can find out things. If any bank jobs are going to be pulled and when. I can tip you off and you can get them in. You know, one bank teller thought he recognized your old friend, Wyoming McMullen. Would you squeal on another pal out on parole? Well, that don't sound like Red Ryan, I admit. But I figure I owe a debt to decent people. And maybe this way I can pay it off. Ryan, you're starting right now. Two bottles of that dry sherry, please. Yes sir, yes sir. And uh, three quarts of white horse, yes, come on. Bring hey, right
1: here, please. Hand up, everybody, Hand up. come on, come on. Uh-huh. Line up uh-huh. Come on, stand up. Line up on that wall. Bring him in, please.
2: Now the people are here any minute. Come on, handle that you. Handle that tag. Yes sir. Come on, hurry up. Eat
1: that ball, and handle those bills. Yes sir. Come on, hurry up or I'll throw you right on that cake. The cop, The cops. I'll put it up to this special. All right, Wyoming. I'll get him coming this way. Stay there, you. Along that wall. Come on, you flat feet. Come on, get it. Oh, my God. Try that of He got loose. Yes, and I'll get the rest of you. Oh! I give
0: up. I give up. You got me. Give me that gun. Don't shoot again. You got me. Come on. Come on, talk. You're dying fast. Who are you? i Red Ryan. So you're Red Ryan. Well, well. (laughs) So you thought you could fool us by dyeing your hair. (laughs) Well, Ryan, what have you to say? Not much, Warden. Meet again, like you said. I guess I'm cashing in my chips this time. How did you trace me here? That last car you stole, remember? The morning you killed that gas station attendant, and then came to the inspector's office to help her. Yeah. I guess I never fooled you much, did I, Warden? You only fooled yourself, Ryan. That garage of yours was a pretty good front for tricking up cars and license plates. But why? You were making good money? Why couldn't you stay on it? Why did you have to pull all those bank jobs lately and this liquor store hold up? I, I had to do it. Something inside here. What happened to, to Wyoming? McMullen was cornered in a bus. And he killed himself trying to shoot a policeman over his shoulder. Shot himself right through the neck. Uh, hot lead. That's, that's all we got to show for it. Hot lead. Oh. Oh. Is he dead, Warden? Yes. He's dead, Sergeant. That's the end of Red Ryan. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde Ryan. He's up for his last parole. The story you've just heard is trailing Red Ryan, Jekyll and Hyde Bandit, from the pages of True Detective Mysteries magazine, transcribed by the Trans American Broadcasting System.